miracles, signs, wonders, diverse healings, and all supernatural provisions are being enjoyed daily here at Holy Hill. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Welcome to Power for Today, brought to you by Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. The Lord is doing amazing supernatural things daily, validating His goodness and mercies upon us all. You are also welcome to enjoy this move of God in a child-friendly environment. Our podcast gives you weekly preaching from the week's sermons. Power for Today is intended to equip the believers with the supernatural dimension of God through the teaching of the unadulterated Word of God. Jesus has paid it all, and you can also be healed and live in peace with a brand new beginning if you can only believe. And if you want to take it a step further, I encourage you to join us at one of our Supernatural Revival Center sermons at 1407 Northwest Broad Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37129. We hope to see you in service soon. God bless you and enjoy the podcast. to the Lord come on celebrate the goodness of the Lord for a blessed 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 opportunity hallelujah glory to Jesus father we thank you we give you praise we give you glory we give you all the honor we thank you for the gift of life and the gift of today and this rare opportunity to become relevant in your eyes and to be rich towards heaven. Bless, Lord, the mandate that you have given us. Bible says that a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above. Bible says that in you will live and move and have our being. Everything that we do is in you. And it is you that has sanctioned it. And Lord, we say that give us the strength. The other day you said, ask of me and I'll give you the heathen, the nations. And Lord, we have prayed it in our song that we ask of you, give us the nations. Today we are going out as a ministry 
as part of the mandate that you have given us. We pray that you sponsor it. Sponsor it with signs, wonders, and miracles. With mass salvation. As we go, may we depopulate the highway to hell. May we depopulate the highway to hell. And feel the highway to heaven. The narrow path to heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let all resistances ahead of us be broken. Let every installations of the enemy, witches, witchcraft, necromancers, the princes of the land of Murfreesboro and Tennessee be broken in Jesus' name. Lord, grant us access to the heart of men. May our forehead be harder than that of the people we meet. And let their sins be paralyzed. Let the Holy Spirit through us convict them. And let men with tears, women with tears, surrender to Jesus. That their lives will be aligned in the plans and the purposes of God for them. We decree and we declare that it is done. We declare that it is done. We declare that it is done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on somebody celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Let's take our seats in heavenly places. I feel the power of God already. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to give a very short. This month of October is a very powerful month. Hallelujah. Yeah. I want to talk briefly about. I want to talk briefly about. Of course, the whole of this month, we are, we, are, we, are, we are dwelling on go and compel them to come in. But today, I want to talk about go and show forth his praises. Go and show forth his praises. Praise the name of Jesus. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 12. 1 Peter 2, verse 9 to 12. Very powerful rendition that Peter, the first apostle of the church Jesus said I give unto you the keys so what Peter was talking about was a major key you see Jesus told Peter he said I give unto you the keys of the kingdom and what Peter was talking about was a very major key so we're reading from verse number 9 all the way to 12 and he said that you are a chosen generation please take note he said you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Why would the Lord give us all these accolades? Now remember, Peter was not just speaking out of his knowledge or intellect. Peter was actually talking from the revelation that he had where Jesus said, upon you I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. So Peter was speaking from these revelations that were given to him from heaven. And he said, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar nation, sorry, a holy nation, unholy nation, a peculiar people. Why was he saying that? He said, so that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Do you see that? So, the reason why he chose us to be a generation, a special generation, and then he made us royal priesthood, not just an ordinary priesthood. 
and then made us a holy nation. We didn't do any of these. Remember, you didn't choose yourself as a generation of the Lord. You didn't make yourself a royal priesthood. You didn't make yourself a holy nation. You didn't make yourself a peculiar people. He made us. And he said that he did all these things so that we will show forth his praises. We will show forth the praises of him that has called us. So he called us out of darkness to make us this powerful definition. Are you understanding it? I need you to understand the introduction. So he chose us how he called us out of darkness to make us a chosen generation untouchable, a royal priesthood, so that our voices will matter. Royals have their voices matter. Amen. If you go to a land, it is what the royals of that land, in other words, in a political dispensation and a democratic dispensation, it is what the government, I mean the leadership of the government see, okay, that matters. When you go to a land that is um, controlled by the monarch, like when you go to England, it is what uh, the king now says that matters. Okay? Now, everything that um, the parliament of England will come up with, it is subjected to the approval of the king. Previously, it was to the queen. But now, it is to the king because he is the one on. Praise the name of Jesus. So, in the land of the monarch, you see, the, the, the reason why the Lord made us a royal priesthood is so that our voices and our mouth will matter. And then he said that a holy nation, the word holy means separated. We have been set apart. Why would the Lord set us apart and make us a peculiar people? So that we will show forth the praises of him that called us out of darkness. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with this understanding, understand that in life, when purposes, when purposes fail or when purposes are lost, three things happen. Now, understand why the Lord made us a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a holy nation. The reason why he did this to us is so that we will show forth his praises. Take note of that. The reason why we are born again is so that we will show forth his praises. But anytime purposes are lost, these three things are inevitable. Number one, when purposes are lost, value is lost. The value of everything is in the execution of its purpose. When the purpose of that thing is no more there, there is no more value over the thing. That is why in the book of Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 13, look at what Jesus said. He said, you are the salt of the earth. And then he said, today I'm not preaching a very theological message. It's a very practical, friendly message. Okay. Now he said that you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, what shall it be do? Where shall it be salted? What shall it be used for the purpose of salting? In other words, it is henceforth good for nothing. Somebody say good for nothing. But it is cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. So anytime purposes are lost, the first consequence is that the value of it is lost. Number two, the second thing that happened is that replacement is inevitable. Anytime the purpose of anything, the reason why you change your car is because it's not, be, it's not functioning the way you want it to function. 
Yeah. The reason why you change your shoe is that now you have used it for a very long time. Now it is not support, supporting your foot again. So you decide to change it. Hallelujah. When anything loses its power or its value, replacement is inevitable. And ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the most dangerous scriptures. Whenever I come across it in the Bible, my heart shakes. Look at Act chapter 1, verse 16. And then verse number 20. And they were talking about a guy called Judas Iscariot. Judas was with Jesus from the beginning. When Jesus was calling 12, he was part of it. But Judas didn't believe in Jesus, even though he was with Jesus. So Bible said that men and brethren, now we all know the consequences, what happened to him eventually. Now Bible says that when he had died, they still had to be 12. So the apostles gathered and then they prayed. And then they said, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs be fulfilled. Remember, I always tell us that every blessed day, somebody is fulfilling a scripture. Every blessed day, every blessed day, you are for you are, put yourself that you are fulfilling a scripture. The question is, which of the scriptures am I fulfilling? Now he said that men and brethren, this scripture must needs be fulfilled. Which the Holy Ghost through the mouth of David spoke concerning Judas. Which was guide to them. That took Jesus. Verse number 20. What was the scripture? It's in verse number 20. For it is written in the book of Psalms. Let his habitation be desolate. You see that kingdom is a kingdom of replacement. You see the reason why I don't take what the Lord has sent me to do for granted. Is because there are other people that are warming up at the touch line. If God gives you anything to do, don't think that you have arrived. You have not. You must always be humble and ask God for more. Because you can easily be replaced. What I'm doing here was supposed to be somebody else doing it. I don't know who. I don't know. But the person didn't do it. The Lord took me all the way from Africa. He said, go and do it. Everybody is fulfilling a scripture. He said, let his habitation be desolate. And let, let no man dwell therein. And his bishopric, his office, let another take. So when you lose your value, replacement is inevitable. And number three, when you lose your value, premature exit. Premature exit. Premature. The reason why many people die before their time is because they have lost their value. Now if you let me give you a scripture. Let's go into the book of Matthew. Look at, no, look at Luke chapter 13. In Luke chapter 13, let's read from verse number 6 all the way to 9. In Luke 13, he spoke also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. He came and sought fruit thereon, and he found none. Verse 7 to 9. And then he said unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why must we continue to work the ground that is supporting it? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year, until I have digged about it, and dunged it, or fertilized it. And if it bear fruit, well. And if it doesn't, after that, you shall cut it down. Now, Matthew chapter 10, sorry, chapter 3 and verse number 10. 
Look at what happened. Matthew 3 and verse number 10. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth fruit, which bringeth forth not good fruit, is hewn down or cut down and cast into the fire. So when purposes are lost, premature exit is inevitable. Hallelujah. The tree was not supposed to be cut down. But because the purpose of it is not being executed, he said that the axe is laid to its root. Let us cut it down. It was by mercy. You see, the first scripture we read in the Luke, it was by mercy that they said, let us extend it for another year. So many people are living on the mercy line because they are not bearing the fruit that they were supposed to bear. So as far as heaven is concerned, they are irrelevant. They are occupying space. And God did not choose us to be a peculiar people, a royal nation, a holy, a holy nation, a peculiar people, a royal priesthood. You know, for the sake of occupying space, I always tell us that if it was just about going to heaven, then the day you became born again, you should have died. Because that was the best thing. The day you became born again, you should have died and gone to heaven. But why did the Lord leave you here? After all, he said that, Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. And I go to prepare a place for you. And then I'll come for you. And Jesus said, when we are born again, when we live here, we are going to be with him. So why is it that the day I became born again, he still left me here? It means me being born again is not just to make it to heaven. But remember, to show forth his praises. To show forth his praises. So you are not a believer just to be jumping and running and roaming around. You are a believer to be showing forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness. Because there are other people in darkness who are not seeing the marvelous light. But you have seen the marvelous light and he has sent you to go and show forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness. So when you are a born again, a believer, and you don't understand this mandate, you become irrelevant in the eyes of God. And now, number one, you, you lose your value. So you realize that you are a believer, but there is no value. You may be valuable before the eyes of men, but in the eyes of God, you are valueless. What did Jesus say? He said, on that day, there will be a separation. And listen to the statement he made. In Matthew chapter 25, when you read from verse number 45, now, he said, I will say unto those on my right, listen, thou good and faithful servant, and those on my left, thou wicked servant. Understand that they were all servants. They were all born again. But one was faithful and good, meaning that their value system was upheld. And the other was wicked, slothful, servant, because their value system was lost. What makes our value system relevant? When we live and follow and flow in the reason why he called us. And that is to show forth his praises. Is somebody following me? It's so important that brothers and sisters, if we don't understand this, the church loses its value. It's the reason why many people think there is no power in the church is because we are not living our value. We are not living the reason why he told us to. He called us. 
The church is not living it. The church has a lot of misappropriated priorities. The church is called for two things. Number one, in order for us to show forth the praises of him that called us, there are two things that need to be done. In Acts chapter 28 and verse number 30 and 31, Paul, the apostle, told us. And then Jesus also told us, I'll read this one, and then I'll also read the one that Jesus told us in Matthew 4.23. But look at what Paul said. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him. Look at verse 31. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. Somebody say preaching and teaching. Preaching and teaching. Now, Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 23. About Jesus. And Jesus went about all Galilee. Teaching in the synagogue and preaching the gospel. Somebody say teaching and preaching. Teaching and preaching. Now, in order for us, in order for us to show forth the praises of him that has called us, these two things must happen in the church. Teaching in the synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Unfortunately, the church is dwelling on the teaching in the synagogue and not preaching outside the synagogue. So everybody is comfortable and interested in, you know, every Sunday politically, democratically, and then, you know, reservedly, or whatever term you want to use, we will come dressed beautifully, nicely in the church, sit down, receive the teachings, go our way, come back on midweek, come back on the night of supernatural encounter, receive a prophetic word, and all that. When we say that, let us go out. When did this doctrine come into the church? The Bible said that Jesus, he was teaching in the synagogue and he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now listen to me. It was in the teaching and in the preaching that the healing power, the authority and the manifestation of heaven backed him. That is why the church doesn't see the power of God. That is why the church doesn't see the power of God. Because when the equation is skewed, one side becomes bigger. The other side becomes lean. But when there is equilibrium, when there is equilibrium, then the rate of reaction, heaven sponsors you. Look at that. Teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and then healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases amongst the people. Let's go back to the act. Chapter 28 and verse number 30 and 31. The church today, not that we are not doing well, but we are sided, one side. Teaching. 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 The teaching is supposed to be done to equip us. And then with the equipment, we go out to preach. When the Lord was teaching me this mystery yesterday, I felt the Lord was telling me that for the year, for the whole year, we must have, we must balance it 50-50. Because, hey, listen, <laughs> Desiree, if you eat and eat and eat and you don't visit the restroom, 
trouble. Oh. Trouble. Hey, the rate of intake must equal the rate of exit. Then you are healthy. But here we have the church eating and eating and then we are going down eating and eating until we come. Release. Tell somebody release. Look at the way. <laughs> Look at the way we are loaded. Look at the way we are loaded with the keys. Now, now and I love and I love what my daughter said. You see, I think it was LP Bennett. You, you know, God is looking for channels. So you receive her. You heard what LP Howard said. If you go, you chance upon some sales. Hey. Go to here. I love that one. So look, I have seen some clearance sales. <laughs> you better get there. My goodness, I saw some Jordan that is going for thousand dollars, one fifty. Hey, where is it? Then you begin to think. Charlie, I got to, I got to tell Johnny. I got to tell Elizel. I got to tell him. I got. Now you begin to announce it to all your friends, all your very close friends. All your very close friends. How is it that the church has received many keys and we are not carrying the keys out? And then we are still there. You are saying, Lord, give us more. Give us more. Give us more. The Lord said, You already burdened. You see, there are sometimes you can't, hey, <laughs> there are sometimes you can eat and eat, especially those with slim stomach. You know, when you have a slim stomach, Esther, are you here? <laughs> Praise it. especially those with slim stomach. We can eat and eat and eat, and then we will not know that we are eating. Do I have a witness in the house? Come on, come on, come on. It is a practical teaching. Hallelujah. You can eat and eat, and then later on, when you realize that you have eaten, that when you stand up, you realize, hey, how do I move? Now you feel like meanwhile, before you were going to eat, you were like, I'm going to eat in order to go and learn. Now you ate and over ate. Now you finish, you say, Charlie, man has to sleep. Oh, oh. You wake up at six. You remember that you have exam at nine. You say, hey! Overeating. The church is overeating without, without releasing. So the church can't move forward. There is no power in the church. Teaching and preaching. This house, we will do a lot of going out. You know why? Because many times, if you tell people to go alone, they can't. Not because they don't want to do, but sin in the in the in the face of people make them heavy. The reason why sometimes you meet somebody, you want to talk to the person about Jesus, but you you don't know. Shall I? Shall I? The Holy Ghost will be telling you go. He said no 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 no. no. I feel I feel like it is because of the sin in their face. You see, you know that demons are scary, but not to the believer. That is why people, people, demons are scary. They are caricatures. You know, they, they are not beautiful. They, they are, that is why when you see masquerades, they scare. That is how, in fact, that is how demons are. So when a demon is sitting upon somebody and you see the person, the face looks heavy. The Holy Ghost will tell you, go talk to say, I don't want to, I don't want to bother them. It's not that I don't want to bother them. The sin devil in them has made their faces hard. That is why in Jeremiah chapter 1, 
Reading from verse number 5, 6, and 7. The Lord said, Ah, before I formed you in the belly, I knew thee. And before you came forth, out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee as a prophet unto the nations. And I told him, I said, Lord, no, 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 I am a child. Look at the next verse. He said, Lord, I am a child. Jeremiah was not saying that he was a child in terms of age in numbers. He was saying he was a child in terms of the people he was going to meet. But the people were wicked. And the people had killed their prophets. So he was like, Lord, I don't even know how to fight. How can I go to these wicked people with devils in them? I cannot speak, for I'm a child. Verse 7, and the Lord said, do not say that I am a child. Because I have given you what they don't have. For you shall go to all that I shall send you. And whatsoever I command you, you shall speak. And then, look at what he gave him in verse number 8. And then the Lord touched. Be not afraid of... This is what I was talking about. Be not afraid of... Come on, help me. Letonia, be not afraid of... That is why sometimes the Lord will be telling you, there is a co-worker. The Lord will be telling you, talk to this person. Talk to, he said, you know, you know, Lord, this is a, this is a, a corporate world. Who cares about a corporate world? If you find sales, is it not at the workplace that you steal your phone to text message? At the workplace, when you are supposed to be working, then they tell you that the sales is ending 5 p.m. today. And it is 12. Brother, you go to the restroom home. You go to the restroom with your phone. I don't have my time to talk, so I couldn't call you. But I'm texting you. There is sales going on at TK Max. You better get there. By 5 p.m., the sales has ended. Will you not do that? Uh-huh. Sometimes, you are not the one that is texting. You are the one that will receive the message. The moment you receive it, tell your, your boss, Sir, I, I don't think I'm, I'm feeling good. Hey, sister, with all the food you have eaten, you are not feeling good. You are feeling good, but there is a blessing out there. You want to go and grab it. You will make an excuse. Why is it that the church is afraid of them? So the Lord said, don't be afraid of their faces. In that apartment, don't be afraid of their faces. You meet somebody at the gas station. The Lord said, talk to him. Listen, 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 listen. This thing about the gospel, eh, it is timely. The gospel, Carl F. Henry, very great man of God. He said, the gospel is not good news until it arrives in time. Yeah. How beneficial is the medication when the medicine arrives when the person has died? And every moment, millions, thousands, hundreds are exiting, many of them to eternal damnation. And the light and the key to bring them out is in your hands and in your mouth. And you are sitting there, you won't talk. In the name of it is a corporate environment. That is why Islam is the fastest growing religion. It is not the biggest religion, but it is the fastest growing religion. If you have a Muslim friend, he doesn't care whether it is in the political office, Congress, whatever, they will carry their Buddha. Do you know a Buddha? The thing that they used to claim the worst things. They carry it and then they bring it to the Congress. They, they put it under their table. A believer even with a mantle will be hiding it. 
No, no, no. They'll be asking me, what is this? What is that? What is this? LP Abigail took oil. Her anointing oil. Went home. Now, one of her, one of her stepbrothers is into occultism. That guy, that guy does things. Consult mediums. The guy traveled to a town in a, a country called Benin. Man, you don't want to, anybody to tell you that I'm taking you to Benin. When the guy came, and then LP Abigail took her oil. Took the he said, you, you said you are powerful. Okay, wait for me. Then went and took her, her anointing oil. It started opening, it started blasting in tongues. The guy said, And eh, you people call yourself Christians. When you wake up, then you are chanting, chanting, chanting. And then the next moment, that the next time that they went there, the guy now said, I, I want all of us to be at peace. Listen. The only time the enemy will recognize the authority you carry is when you use what God has given you. We have so many keys. But we are afraid of their faces. So, common headache. We are not even able to pray and cast it out. In, in Mark chapter 16. Look at from verse number 15. Look at what the Lord said. Is somebody following? Look at Mark. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And now look at the next one. And then he said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be condemned. Verse 17. He said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. The signs follow after we go. Yeah. If the church is a going out church, You'll be surprised at the spontaneous miracles. We won't pray for the miracles. They will happen. Because here is the thing. LP Lois. If you are driving on the Northwest Broad Street, you don't need prayers to see Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Do you need it? Lord, as I am on the Northwest Broad Street, moving from that racetrack gas station all the way to O'Reilly, in the name of Jesus, let me see. Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Somebody will say, hey, stop the nonsense prayers. Because you are praying amiss. Just open your eye, you'll see it there. There are many things along the way we are not seeing because we are not on the right path. We are not on the right path. That is why this church, we go out. You see, I'm trying to let you know why the whole of the month of October, we are going out. And why when you go out, you don't have to be afraid of their faces because what you carry is bigger than them. If the end, listen, listen. <laughs> the first point of attack of the enemy is your eyes. That is why when the enemy captures anybody, he moves his eyes. He captured Samson. He took his eyes. So sometimes the enemy takes your mind and then you can't see even far again. Now you see, but you can't see. You hear, but you can't understand. And then you become confused. Now when the enemy does that, he has taken away your ability to go further. Now, that is why he makes the faces of the sinful very heavy. So that when you see them, you can't go further. The moment you don't go beyond the seeing face into what their spirit needs, you have missed it. Praise the name of Jesus. But here is the key. When you go and then it's like difficult and then you break the ice. All of a sudden, you realize that, oh, you can talk to them and then they start crying. Then they begin to tear. 
Then sometimes they said, what must I do? What this? That, that, that. Because you broke the icing of the face, the face barrier. You are going with power. You are going with vigor. You are going with authority. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, so the purpose of the church is to continue the work of salvation on earth. Please write it. The purpose of the church, the purpose of the redeemed, is not just to make it to heaven, but to continue. We are the extension of the salvation work of Jesus Christ. Jesus came to initiate it. And then he said, as my father sent me, so I send you. As my father sent me, so I send you. So what are we? We are an extension of the work of salvation that Jesus came to do. And the work of salvation that Jesus, look at that, then said Jesus unto them again. John 20, 21. He said, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I to you. And then look at, look at verse number 22 and 23. And then in 22, he said, and when he had that said, he breathed in them. He empowered them. He can't send you without provision. The other day he said, when I sent you to them without pest, did you lack anything? They said nothing. We have been, look at that. When he has said this, he breathed on them. So when we come to church, the message comes, the message breathes on us and empowers us to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. And then look at verse number 23. Then when you receive the empowerment, don't stay go and execute it. So verse number 23 says that, whosoever sins you remit. Look at the power the church has. Look at the power the church has. Hey! Najao! Look at the power that you can tell somebody your sins are forgiven. Look at that! Look at that! Think of it! Whosoever sins, brothers and sisters, this is a matter of life and death message. Whosoever, not men, not women, and you are not remitting their sins so that they are dying and going to hell, and you can only remit their sins when you carry the gospel, the good news to them. As my father has sent me, so send I you. And then when you go with the empowerment I've given you, you remit their sins. It is remitted unto them. This is where theology theological people and religious people don't understand they become confused that God has given us the power to forgive sins when you go and you speak to somebody and you tell the person give your life to Jesus he has paid for your sins and the person says I believe what have you done is it not the forgiveness of their sins that you have done because you have freed them you have, you have given them the antidote why do we go to the hospital is it not so that we will meet doctors who will give us the medication to freedom the Lord has given us the medication to freedom. That we should carry that medication onto the world. So that we can remit their sins. The word remit means, you can give me another translation. Means forgive their sins. But we are sitting in the church. And many people are carrying their sins. Did Jesus come to preach to you? Before he became born again? I remember the day you gave your life to Jesus. I will never forget it. I was preaching. You were sitting at where Brother Setuchi is. That time the 
the pulpit was here. Finished preaching. Who want to give his life to Jesus? She lifted up her hand. And from that day, her sins were remitted. She told me, she said, Papa, before then, I was in the church. But I was going to the church because sometimes when I go, I'll get some provisions. But when she encountered the remission of her sins, now, who, who calls Emanis for rehearsal? By the time you come here, she's already here. That is the power the Lord has given to us. So we exist, ladies and gentlemen, to continue the work of salvation. Everything we do in the house of God is supposed to continue the work of salvation. How do we do this? By showing forth the praises of him that called us. And we do that by preaching and teaching. Now, the teaching is done for us to be established. The preaching is done for them to come in. Now, it takes me to the night of supernatural encounter, the message that the Lord gave us. Please, follow me. Don't miss any of this because it is sequential. If you miss some part, you will not understand it. In the case of Lazarus, from John chapter 11, when you start reading from the verse number 40, okay, or probably from the verse number 38, which, which verse said, which verse said, John, give me John chapter 11, and then the verse that said that, and Jesus said, remove, roll away the stone, roll away the stone. There are two things that made Lazarus free. Number one, the rolling away of the stone. And number two, the loosening of the grave cloths. We do the loosening of the grave cloths in the church, but we do the rolling away of the stone outside. You didn't get that one. Yeah. Listen. And all the two, Erama, did you see that all the two, it wasn't God that did it. It was man that did it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Did Jesus do it? He was going to perform the greatest miracle of salvation. The greatest miracle of recovery from the dead. Back to the living. The greatest miracle of somebody on the highway to hell. Coming back. Rerouting to the line and path that God has prepared. Yet, I was thinking that when he got there, he would just say, and then the stone, pa, 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 then we know that, hey, Jesus has appeared. But you are going to do a miracle. Is it the stone rolling that you can't roll? But the rolling away of the stone is our responsibility. Because if we don't roll away the stone, fresh air will not go into the stinking grave. The light will not go into the, stink, into the dull grave. So man has to roll away the stone by preaching the gospel. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Look at Romans chapter 1 verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why are we not ashamed? Because the preaching of the gospel. Look at that. For it is the power of God unto... It is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God in, in us to the rolling away of the stone. Lazarus can't come forth if the stone is not rolled away by man. And then, 
when we have now rolled away the stone and the Lord has brought them into salvation, then we take them into the church so that they can be loosed to let go. Jesus now said, when they had now rolled away the stone, he said, go back to the John chapter 11. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead, from verse number 43, Jesus said, take away the stone. And, 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 and then, and when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. After men have rolled away the stone, it is after the preaching of the gospel that, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, cannot convict their heart that they will come out. But they will come out still bound in their grave cloths. So we take them from there. We carry them. You remember the parable of, 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 of the, 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 um, the good Samaritan? When the guy saw that the guy had been beaten and he was half dead, Bible said that he took him and took him to the inn. When we go and we preach and the gospel brings them out of the grave, we have to take them to the inn. Because when we get them from there, they are still broken. They are still hurt. If you leave them there, they will die again. If you leave them there, they will die again. So Jesus said, he took him, sent him into the inn, and then he handed him over to the innkeeper. As far as Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee is concerned, I am the innkeeper. So we bring them in to the house. Then the innkeeper will now tender to their wounds. He said, oh, this place, you are hurting. Is it hard? Am I pressing it too hard? He said, no, it's okay. That is why the word, sometimes you come to the church and the word will break certain things in your eyes. Hey, I didn't understand this one before. Then your, the, the word will conform your mind. So Paul, in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, he said that be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. So we bring them into the inn. When we now bring them into the outside of the grave, which is the church, which is the inn, then Jesus can now say, lose him and let him go. You see why we must go out? And you see why when we go out, we, Jesus said in Luke chapter 14, 23, he said, compel them to come in. Don't just go. And then you saw the person that was broken, beaten by armed robbers. The person is dying. You put a bandage. You put this one. He said, okay, then bye-bye. I'll, I'll see you later. What did you do? Nothing. You go out there and you witness to them and you leave them there. The enemy will come. And when he comes now, he will come with seven more that are more dangerous than him. You have done more worse and harm to the person than before even going to talk to the person. That's why I say that when I'm giving somebody a prophecy, I assess their spirit, whether they can handle it. Because I've seen people that I gave prophecy to and now it affected them. Because the moment a prophetic word comes upon you, the, Satan comes after you. This thing that we are going to do is one of the things that Satan hates most. Satan will be happy if you are a political Christian. You come to church every Sunday, every midweek. He's okay with you. Hey, it was last year when we were, about, we were in the process of doing this. How are you? remember? No, no, y'all just sat in the car. Every day he moved the car. God is with us. 
There were pregnant women. I was staying behind to make sure that everybody goes. Because like today, we are going to MTSU. So everybody goes. Nanayao is a good driver. He put the car on drive. Apparently, the car was on reverse. Standing over there. There were children around. Pregnant women around. There were people around. The enemy said, this thing that you people are doing, you are going to depopulate my kingdom. And remember, I tell you that if the enemy can't touch what is inside you, he will touch what is around you. So that by concentrating on what is around you, you can lose what is inside you. Nanaya just sat in the car. Drove. And you see, that made me know the miraculous working power of God. At that point in time, there was nobody on the pavement. Nobody. Even though there were many people around, nobody. And usually, when we close, we are all here. We are all here. At that particular time, there was nobody there. Now, guess what? Guess what? The thing, the, 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 the car reversed, broke the column, hit the wall, but it didn't break any glass. There are angels with us. I'm telling you. The, because the devil is not happy with this. That is why when you talk about evangelism, many people will not show up. You, if you like, talk about three days of prophetic encounter, you'll be surprised. You will be surprised, Mr. Glenn. Overflow. Three nights of feet washing encounter to step into your glorious destiny. We will open the door. Because there will be overflow. Man of God, you see us here. Yeah, 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 we see you. We will prophesy to you. But four Sundays of going out. Okay. Um, did they say that we are going? Okay, let the small, small boys go. Small, small boys. Sister, your account is depleted in heaven. Oh. Brother, you don't have any account in heaven. You may have a fat, wadded dollar account on the earth. When you die, we will split it. You'll be there. Even me, I'll get part of it. Instead of you, brother, to be rich towards heaven, you are busy when we talk about and to be rich towards heaven is the things we do in Zion. Going out, you eat, go out. You say, I won't go. Okay, we are all going. Come and let's go. You said, I won't go. So, hey, there is a sickness in certain parts of the world called Kwashioko. Now, you can find it in the dictionary. Kwashioko, it is not a new word I'm coining. Kwashioko is when you eat and eat and eat and you are not able to release. Now, your stomach bulges and it becomes shiny. You, you can lose your hair. It is like cancer, but it is an upgraded form of cancer. It doesn't kill, but it deforms you. Kwashioko doesn't kill, but it deforms you. And Kwashioko attracts worms into your stomach because there are many food inside there. That is why people who don't go out, they have received many revelations, but they have many problems because there is richness and listen. It is what the Lord has said to you that the enemy comes after. So you have received word. You have received word. Every word of, every one word, word on uh, uh, prosperity. The enemy against prosperity is now after you. Word on sound health. The enemy after divine health is after you. Word on um, sound marriage, the enemy after it. Because every word you hear, the devil will come and then test and prove it. But when you begin to release 
the word of healing out. The word of prosperity out. Then the angel of the word of prosperity will not be with you. Then the angel of the word of healing will not be with you. So I minister healing. And then I receive the teaching of healing. The enemy against healing. Sicknesses comes after me. But because I am ministering healing to this brother. The angel of healing also is with me. And now. The battle is not my battle. The battle is the Lord's because I am doing the bidding of the Lord. Hallelujah. But the church is sitting. So now you go to churches and all the beautiful in cold sicknesses are loaded there. Liver scoliosis. Can you imagine? They give all the... And I'm surprised. Johnny, I'm surprised that they give all the beautiful names to sicknesses. Scoliosis. Hey. How did they get the name? You see, the devil is very bad, though. Beautiful name. Can you imagine if a human being was called Sister Scolio? It's a very beautiful name. But now the devil has given it to a sickness. And you'll find it in the church. Because the church is not going out. Letonia, you understand what I'm saying? Give me some of the beautiful sicknesses' names. Diabetes. Diabetes. You know, you know, Dialysis. Hey, where did no no no? They should find some strange name so that when the doctors even tell you, you say that hey, I don't like this wine. But if they tell you that oh, this person has meningitis, then you'll be walking proud. I have meningitis. Got the name alone, you have received it. Look at that. That, 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 that. And then you'll be going around. Oh, Papa, I couldn't come to church because of my cyanosis. Hey. Brother Sinosis. You know, Papa, I have COVID. COVID. Some people even will brothelize it and say COVID. And you will find all in the church. Because we are not going out. I got COVID, you know. And I have COVID. You have COVID. Praise the name of Jesus. When the church doesn't go out. We become a depository of blessing and then a havoc of troubles. It is my statement, write it. When you quote it, put my name there. I don't even remember what I said because the Holy Ghost gave it to me. When the church does not go out, we become a depository of heavenly blessings and a haven of havoc. Quoted, put my name there. Nobody has said it. Me have said it. In years to come, when they quote it, tell them to put it there. I may be in heaven, I'll see it. So, how do we show forth the praises of him that called us? Before I say that, one day, you remember one day, Jesus healed the madman of Cadaria. And then, in Mark chapter 5, from verse number 15, all the way to 20, Jesus healed the madman. The people now came. When they came, they saw the guy seated in his right mind. Man, what is the meaning of this? And they saw him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed. When we go out, this is what the Lord does. Sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And then they became afraid. Edda was born again. He shared his testimony. You heard it. His friends were afraid. This guy, the way he... And Elder was a chief. 
he was a territorial command. You don't know. Later on, see. God, if I give him two minutes, we will not go. So later on, meet Elder and let him share his testimony. Say me a believing amen. Hallelujah. He was a territorial commander. He had people that were operating for him. People who open their chest like this and receive bullets on his account. Before you kill him, kill me. Yeah, that is who he was. You don't know. That is who he was. So the day he became born again, and he told them that I have found Jesus, the people were afraid. <laughs> they said, hey, we don't trust this guy. Maybe it is a bait. The same way, when Saul was converted, the Lord said to Ananias, go and pray for Saul that his eyes will be open. He said, ah, God, you don't know him all. You are in heaven. The heaven of the heavenlies belong to you. But the earth you have given to the sons of men. So let me give you a report from the earth. This guy, everybody is afraid of him. In fact, number two, the king, the, he had received a letter from the chief priest to go and persecute people. So let me give you his background before you, if you are sending anybody, you consider whether you should send an angel or you should send a human being. Because the guy is on an assignment to destroy human beings. The Lord said, go. The Lord said, go. When he heard about the salvation of Paul, he was afraid. There are many people there. If we don't save them as an extension of the work of Jesus, they will drop. Because see, there are human beings who are altars. And there are human beings, listen, there are human beings who are altars. What is an altar? An altar is a portal, an opening between divinity and humanity. There are some people, they are openings through which many people are going to hell. And there are people, they are openings through which many people are going to heaven. So, when you get a born, a, a, a dangerous portal of the enemy converted, do you know what you have done? You have closed that door. And many, now the people that were coming through him, he will now deflect them to Jesus. So look at what Matthew, Matthew chapter 13. And look at verse number 30. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Look at Matthew 13 and verse number 30. He said, Matthew 13. Now let's read from verse number 30. He said, sorry, 31, 31 to 33. Matthew 13, 31 to 33. The next verse. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain. One of my people quoted it when it came up here. I think LP Howard, right? Or somebody, or one of the one of you. It's like a grain of master seed. One. A grain of one. Which a man took and sowed in his field. Verse 32 says that even though. It is the least of all the of all the seeds when it is grown. When you save that person, look at what he said. It now becomes the greatest amongst the herbs. Sometimes just one person you'll be able to talk to. I follow me, Christopher. Listen to me very well. Sometimes just one person you will talk to. He said that now when you bring the person from outside the world and you plant him. You see that it all starts by planting. Bring them to the church. Now, I love what you said. You, uh, no, I love what you said. You go there, they say that, you know, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Christian. A, a Christian, what do you mean by you're a Christian? What is a Christian? Ask them, what is a Christian? Don't just let them lie to you and go away. Jesus said, compel them, force them, 
are you born again? I saw a, 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 um, some, some uh, whatever, whether a, a play or whatever. They, they, a real. They went to knock on somebody's door. We want to preach to you salvation. He said, I'm not interested. Ah. Then the people got it. What does he mean by he's not interested? Jesus said, we should come and compel you. You are not interested. They knock again. The guy came. They held him. They said, brother, before I became born again, I was a terrorist. So you better come and listen to the gospel. Or you will see me in my element. The guy said, please preach to me. <laughs> compel them. Some, somebody say, compel them. You are a beautiful sister. Somebody is push, pursuing you. Pursuing you. Don't give him, but bring them to the church. I know many people who followed women and men to church. They got born again there. Sister, I'm preaching. I, I like people who are very open with me. Because they, you, you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Dog. It was the least. Verse 32 of Matthew 13. Though it is the least, but when it is planted, when it is grown, then it becomes a tree so that the birds of the air, can I use today to explain all these things? Now look at that. So that the birds of the air will come and lodge in it and in the branches. There are people who are portals. Hey, in case I did not respond to the call of Jesus. And in case I was living in sin. Do you know many women that I could have lured into the kingdom of darkness? You think I'm a stupid person? Do you know the scamming I could have done on the computer? Fear. You'll be there. But! <laughs> some of you, I see you. You see, people, sometimes people don't like sharing their testimonies. So, but some of you, the kind of things you have done, if you share it, Amen. I will drop that portion here. Send me a believing amen. Look at verse number 33. I follow up here. I'm not preaching. Nana, I'm not preaching. Uh -huh. Look at verse 33. He said, another parable spake he unto them. That the kingdom of heaven is like unto a living. Living means a yeast. Yeast. If you bake here, you know that we don't put... One cup of yeast in one cup of flour. You are crazy. No. One cup of flour, we put less than half a teaspoon. Because when that little living, okay, the kingdom of heaven is like unto living, which a woman took and put in three, a little living, in three measures, three olonga of flour. Till God bless you. Till the whole. Somebody say the whole. So as we are going out, please don't take yourself out. Maybe it is your soul. The soul. The soul that you will win for the Lord. That you bring in the church. That will become the door opener. Last year, we went out. We saw this beautiful woman and her husband. The handsome man over there. And then my daughter, um, Dufie, said it. They were talking about this. That, he said, hey, come and see my papa. Let him pray for you. Me, usually when we go out, I don't even want people to know that I'm a pastor. Because the name pastor sometimes scares people. Hey, Mr. Pastor, you know, hey boy, my boy. 
How are you? You know, yeah, yeah. Paul said to the, Paul said, you know, I love Dre. Where is Dre? Dre will come. He said, my, I said, my boy, you know, uh-huh, you know, like that. So when we do that, and then you see us and I say, brother, you got to give your life to Jesus. You, you know that, yeah, Charlie is one of us. You, you understand? But when I come in a political suit, three centimeters per line, brother, you have to give your, the moment you see me, you will even be running away. But the rest of the year, we'll be doing a lot of dress downs. Because we'll be going out. Praise the name of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me finish the message. <laughs> How do we do it? How do we do it? Jesus told him, please, we were in the Mark chapter 5. I don't even know how we ended here. But go back with me to Mark chapter 5. <laughs> Verse number 18 to 20. Mark 5. Abednego. When he was come into the ship, <laughs> he that had been possessed with the devil came and prayed him. To pray him means that he besought him with passion. That is what many people want. I want to be a Christian, but I want to be a nice Christian just to be in the church. You know, even in the church, I won't join any group. I won't serve. I won't do any. I just want to, you know, me, 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 you know, me, I don't like all those kind of things. That is what lands people in trouble. I just want to go and hear the word and go. You know, it is because of the word that I came to church. Then read the Bible in your house. It is not because of the word the Lord brought you into the church. He brought you for fellowship. And when we are fellowshipping, I will offend you, you offend me. Growing up, don't you have brothers and sisters? Growing up, didn't you fight? Did you say that he is no more your brother? Did you say, ah, because you are fighting me, you are no more my sister? So why is it that you come to the church, the Lord brought you, and then um, um, couple offends you and say that, because he has offended me, I won't go there again. You don't even understand what the Lord did with you by planting you there. When he was come, he besought him, he prayed him, that he might be with him. Let us stay here. One day, Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration. Bible said that as he was praying, they were sleeping. When they opened their eyes, hey, what is this light we are seeing? James, John, open your eyes. Open. James, John, open your eyes. Open your eyes. See. And they saw the glory. Bible said that they saw the glory. But Jesus was living in the glory. They saw the glory because they were not partaking in the mandate of fellowship. They said, Jesus, it is good that we stay here. There were only three. There were nine more down there. They said, Jesus, it is good that we stay here. And then we'll build three tabernacles. One for you, one for Elijah, and one for Moses. Jesus said, it is good that we stay here. Look at selfishness. When we stay here and we don't go, it is selfishness. When they, they were so selfish that when they descended and they brought a little boy with a demon possessed, they prayed all their prayers. It didn't work. And then Jesus came, cast the devil out. They said, Jesus, why is it that when we pray, it didn't work? He said, because, because of uh, this one, this kind doesn't go out except by prayers and fasting. When you stay without going out, you lose the power. That is what Jesus was telling them. 
Hallelujah. Now look at it. Okay, God bless you. That is in Matthew chapter 7 verse 4, 17. 4. You can write it if you are writing. Now, go back to the scripture and let me wrap up over there. Look at it. Uh-huh. Now, 33. And Peter said unto Jesus, Master, okay, you are still giving me that one. That is okay. But now, let us go back because I am talking about the Mark chapter 5 verse 18 to 20. Now, he said, it is good that we stay here. Let us, let me dwell with you. But look at verse number 19 and 20. In verse number 19 and 20. How be it? Jesus said unto him, not so, but go home to your friends and tell them. Uh-huh. Can we all read it? And do what? Tell them. What? Now, so when we go, we have two messages. You can write it. We have the gospel and our gospel. Please write it. We go out with the gospel and our gospel. Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I quoted it. He said, and the gospel. And I'll explain all. The gospel. Look at that. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of can you please flow with me? Of the gospel of now. So we carry the gospel and then we carry our gospel. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 to 4. Look at second Corinthians verse 4. He said therefore he said but if our gospel so we have the gospel of Christ and our gospel. What is your gospel? Of course, the gospel of Christ is Jesus came to die to save you. He has paid the price. And then you back it with your gospel. What has the Lord done for you? That is your gospel. So Jesus came to die. He paid the price. When I received the price, I now got a gospel. He now gave me peace. He now gave me joy. He now gave me healing. He now gave me this. He now gave me that. So you carry the gospel of Jesus and your gospel. He said, if our gospel be hid, what is your gospel? What is your gospel? Now I don't have any gospel. You have. Paul said, you are my epistles. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 2. 2 Corinthians 3 and verse number 2. He said, you are my epistles. It means that you are by the transformation of, the, of my gospel. When I preached the gospel of Christ and my gospel coupled together, you now found yourself inside my life. Because sometimes when I preach the gospel of Christ alone, you'll be so confused. There are people I have taught and they are confused. Because the gospel is complicated. Take the Holy Ghost to decode it in your mind. But when I take my gospel, the person doesn't know Zachariah. Now you go, he says, Zachariah chapter 3, verse 17. He said, What is Zachariah? Amen. You go, he said, In the book of Hosea, chapter 2, and verse number 12, he said, What is Hosea? Hey, one day we went out for evangelism. Prince, when God bless you that you are standing, when we go to Ras, Ross, Ross, Ross here. You see, Prince, Ross or Ross. We met somebody. 
met somebody there. We were talking to the person. Mrs. Glenn, I said, do you know Jesus? He said, ah, uh, yeah, I think, I think I've heard of him, but I don't know where he lives. I am telling you, here in Murfreesboro, at Ross or Ross. He said, yeah, um, I think he wanted to dispose us, so he wanted us to go or something. He said, yeah, I've heard of him, but uh, honestly, I don't know where he lives, whether here or somewhere else. I cried. You see people, you see that somebody is cracking over there. You think people are saved. When you see them like that, I said, brother, Jesus doesn't, he, he, he's the savior of the world. He's everywhere. He can come into your heart. We made him receive Jesus. Sometimes you go, the person said, I don't have time. He said, brother, I have time. If they say they don't have time, he said, okay, if right now you live here and God forbid, but something bad happened to you. Do you know the account you are going to give? Sometimes it will check the hey. He said, rescue them from fire. Rescue them from fire. So we carry the gospel and our gospel. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, please take note of these quick points. Number one, we have been called. Every one of us have been called. Please write it. I won't explain much of it. I'll do that next week. Jeremiah 1, 5 to 7. Number two. So number one, we have been called. You have been called. I hear you can play that thing very well. It is your calling. You have been called. Number two. When the Lord called you, he empowered you. You have been empowered. Please write the scripture. Mark chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. Every one of us has been empowered. Number three. We have been sent after empowerment with a message. We have been sent after the empowerment with a message. Mark 5.19 Number four. We have an audience waiting for us. There is somebody whose salvation is in you. Solomon. Somebody whose salvation is in you. Ajuasam. There is somebody whose salvation is in you. Without you, the person may go to hell. Except by divine intervention. Now, and then number five. Now, number four. We have an audience awaiting us. And it is time bound. Add it. And it is time bound. And then number five. Number five. We are mandated to set them free. They will never be set free. It doesn't matter how many stimulus checks the government gives. Some people will never... That stimulus check set free. Sometimes it even binds you. But the moment you realize that the stimulus check is coming, you over you overspend on your credit card. And now when it comes, it is less than what you expected. Now you are in trouble. So the stimulus check doesn't set us free. We have been mandated to set the audience free. And that scriptural reference may also be found in John chapter 20 and verse number 23. Now, so, when you go, 
This is the approach. When you go, how do I show them his praises? Number one, with your personal testimony. That is your gospel. With your personal, talk to them about your personal testimony. That is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. Number two, in case they begin to tell you about their lives and you don't know what to do, use a biblical or a biblical example, a biblical story. A biblical story. Use a biblical story to parallel their stories. So you hear their story. I've been sick for a long time. He said, hey, there was a man in John chapter 5 who was sick for 38 years. When Jesus got there, Jesus healed him. I can believe God with you that when you believe Jesus, he may heal you because he came to take care of the sin. When the sin aspect is taken care of, the healing is bonus. So I can believe God with you. But you have to receive Jesus first because he's the one that will do the miracle. Do you get it? Hallelujah. So, after sharing your gospel, you use, number two, biblical stories. I'm teaching you the practical steps. Number three, please, don't debate them. Don't argue with them. Don't debate them. And don't argue with them. Second Timothy, can we read this scripture? 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. When you are witnessing to somebody, and the person begins to, that is why I, mean, I, don't, I don't debate people. If you tell me that, and this one, it, it is not so. I said, go and find your evangelist. I'm not your evangelist. But those that I am the evangelist, they will, they will understand. What did Jesus say? He said, my sheep hear my voice. If you don't hear my voice, you are not my, 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 my I'm not your evangelist. It is simple. Because there are many evangelists. Bible said that there were many widows in the land of Zarephath, but it is not unto them all that Elijah was sent, except the one in Sidon of Zarephath. Yeah. That's why I tell you in the church, don't fight any pastor. If the pastor's preaching, you don't understand, walk away and go and listen to the one you understand. You'll be blessed. Simple. Praise the name. So don't debate. He said, but foolish and unlearned questions, avoid. Knowing that they do gender strives. And verse 24, and the man of God, look at that, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, able to teach and preach. Sorry, able to teach, be patient when you continue, verse 25, and the rest, the rest are there. So please don't go and debate anybody. You are telling the person, Jesus came to die. He said, hey, Muhammad also died. He said, but Jesus rose up. He said, hey, Muhammad also rise up. He said, Jesus this. He said that. He said, Jesus this. He said that. Before you realize, he said, my friend, if you don't take I will slap you here. And the man of God, by the time we come, the elder has moved his shirt. What is happening? Can you imagine what the guy is telling me? That we are following? No, no, no. Please don't go and fight. We don't have much time. He is not yet ready. This takes me to the next point. Follow the direction of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 16. Look at <laughs> Acts chapter 16 verse 6. Now you see that we'll be on the field. They say, Papa, please go and help Elder because he's fighting. Now I come. Elder, what is the case between you? I was telling him this. He was also telling me this. That he's also saying this and that and that. By the time you realize you have already killed a soul. You understand? You have killed him. So you, you preach to them. You talk to them. With love. Brother, I am not debating you. I only came to tell you my story. And I think that one day, 
Maybe you might not need it today, but tomorrow you might need it. Jesus saves. Consider it. You see, the word is a seed. So the word goes forth. It stays in their heart. The, the seed will not be as if it is dead. But one day, it will start growing. They'll be there. They'll be like, ah, all this trouble. Ah, then the Lord will bring them. Benedictus face. Remember one day you met a young lady in MTSU and she told you that the solution to the problems of your life is in Jesus. And then in his bedroom, he would just kneel by his bed. He said, Jesus, if you are real, that young girl that spoke to me about you, if you are real, reveal yourself. By that time, the seed has started growing up. So don't debate them. You give them the seed. You cast the seed. Jesus said, a sower went out to cast the seed. You cast the seed. When you cast the net, some will come in. Some will come in and drop out. Others will stay in the net. Do you understand it? Yeah. When they had gone through, now look at it. This brings me to the next point. Follow the direction of the Holy Spirit. I was surprised, Elder, at this scripture. Hey! He said, go ye into all the world, Ophelia. Yet, when they had gone through Phygia, now, they were in a place called Maesia, and they were going to Bethnesia. It is not here, but it is in the world. In their days. Now, and that is true anyway. So, they were now moving through the region of Galatia, but they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Hey. So the Holy Ghost can tell you this one. Don't talk to me. Do you know why? Because there are some people, by the time you finish talking to them, you have even lost your faith. Some of them have been sent from the camp of the enemy. They are devil incarnate. Now they begin to talk to you. They say, why are you wearing a wig? And some of them even know scriptures. You must not wear an except Because they take it out of context. They don't know the context with which the scripture came. But in order to confuse you, why are you wearing a, a, a wig? Do you have a Bible? Then you say yes. And then they say open here. And you read it. A woman should not wear a wig. Hey! And then you, now, now, now your faith starts going down. They say why are you wearing pants? Go to the scripture. And then your faith is good. By the time they finish you, the person that now came to save them, it is like a chicken with water. You become lamb. Now you come home and we say, Sister, how did the evangelism go today? Today didn't go well at all. Follow the direction of the Holy Spirit. Follow the direction of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost said to them, He forbidden them in preaching the word in Asia. So the Holy Ghost tells you, forget about this person. Forget about the person and go on. Praise the name of Jesus. Number five. When you have finished preaching to them, lead them to Christ. Lead them to Christ. That is the, re- that is the opening of the grave stone. Open the grave stone. Let them see the light. Let them see and hear the word of Jesus. Let them, let them receive the air of life. Lazarus could not come forth except they were led to, he was led to Christ. They roll away the stone so that the light, I am the light of the world, it can enter into the grave. I am the breath of life so that the air can enter into the grave. So lead them to Christ, number one. Now, when you have now led them to Christ, ladies and gentlemen, then let me give you a scripture there. 
Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10. When you have led them to Christ, then the sixth point is, the, is that direct them to the church. Don't leave them there. Don't leave them. I've already explained that. When the, uh, the good Samaritan, when he saw the guy, he took him to the inn. Direct them to the church. Me, myself, first lady, and then Desiree. We attended Matthew's program in a certain big church. I won't name it. Very big church. When we finished, I said, let us walk through the breadth and length, the width of this church. Because the Lord said that, the Lord said that you shall observe to do. So it's what you see that the Lord can duplicate with you. Now, we started walking around. And then we saw a room. We didn't know that it was a security room. So we're trying to open it. And then the guy came out. When the guy came, he said, I'm the security here. Yes, what is it? We said, oh, we are watching around and this, that, that. He said, can I take you around? We said, yes. He said, where do your fellowship? We said, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. It's on the broad street. This, that, 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 that. He said, okay. The guy kept quiet. He took us round and round. We had told him. I didn't tell him I'm the pastor. We had told him. When we finished, he said, you people must come and join us here. You'll be blessed. You will grow. Hey, I was surprised. And I said, yeah, okay. So sometimes you have to tell people, stay, 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 stay. Because if you leave them, the sheep, if you leave the sheep, some of the sheep will go and eat thorns and testers and they'll bring you bloody mouth. It is the responsibility of the shepherd to lead them to where the grass is green. He leaded me beside the still water. The shepherd must lead the sheep beside the still water into green pastures. You tell them, come to my church. The Lord will deliver you. Don't be offended by that. Tell them. Tell them. Because sometimes they don't even know where they are. They don't even know. So they move. They begin to jump here, 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 here. But sometimes when they get there, they said, ah, so bring them to church. Luke 14, 23. Luke 14, 23. And the Lord said, go and compel them. Look at that. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them. Tell them, okay, can you visit my church this Wednesday, this Sunday? We are doing this and that and that. Find a way to invite them in. That He said, that my house may be full. This is not the church of Nikki Ejebon. I always tell people, when sometimes somebody says that, oh, uh, your church. I said, be careful oh, before God comes against you. I am only a privileged leader. When God wanted to start a mandate, a revival mandate, he found me. He said, who shall I send? I said, Lord, I am here. He said, okay, let's go. So it is his church. What did Jesus say? He said, I will build my church. It is not my church. So bring them to the church of God. And then the shepherd, the chief shepherd will help the earthly shepherd together with the leadership and the membership to raise them. That they will grow and that other birds will feast in their nest. And then the next point, quickly, the next point is that, so you direct them to the church and then number seven, pray for them. Mark chapter six verse seven, pray for them. When you finish speaking to them, don't leave them without praying for them. If they give you audience, pray for them. Pray for them. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Pray for them. And then, finally, extend friendship. 
so that you can follow them up. It is very important. Oh, hey, is it okay if I get your, your, your contact? I promise you, I won't call you. I'll be texting you when we have programs. Is it okay? They say, yeah. Be, listen, people will come and stay when they know that when I come, I'm going to meet Johnny. That, that place that they invited me. I don't even know how the place looks like. So now, the person may be coming. The person is expecting that when the person comes, because of our online audience of over 1K and all that per live service, you'll be expecting that maybe when he comes, he's going to see a gargantuan something. And then, where is the church? And then he gets to the entrance and then he goes like, no, 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 I don't go. But if he knows that Solomon is there and Solomon has texted him in the morning, hey, would you be able to make it? I'll be expecting you. So when he comes, he's expecting to meet Solomon. He'll be more comfortable than coming. Who am I going to? You understand? Yeah. Except the Holy Ghost compels them. So be friends with them. Tell them, hey, when you come, I am your friend. Can I invite you? Can I pick you up? You know? And being their friends, brothers and sisters, as we are going, try and put some money in your account. It's also part of it. It's a message because, okay, I don't have money. Come and see me. You must have maybe some $20 or something. I'll give you, I promise you. Because sometimes you may see somebody who said, after you have done, oh, he said, brother, the message you gave me was good, but I have not eaten the whole day. You must be able to say, can I buy you some chicken and chips? He said, yeah. So you practicalize the message. Hey, Jesus didn't only preach sometimes. He multiplied bread for them. That is why we have a powerful boutique here. He said, I don't have clothes. He said, ah, you are in the right place. We have a powerful boutique here. Very powerful. When we finish and you've never been to the boutique, go and shop and please sow there. Hallelujah. You got what? You see? You see? She got her best jacket in our boutique. It is a five-star boutique. Go there, you see. So the person says that, the person says that, I don't have any clothes, you know. I don't have any clothes. You said, what? what you are wearing is okay. He said, no, no, no. He said, okay, can I take you to a boutique? You don't say that I'm taking you to my church boutique. Say, can I take you to a boutique and shop for you? He said, yes. Bring the person. Enter the person there. He said, shop for free. I'll pay. He said, you see, make, make it big. He said, listen, take whatever you want. I'll pay for it. Yeah. You see, take whatever you want. I'll pay for it. And then you meet Minister Desiree there. He said, then you tell her. You see, you must, you must lift it. What did Paul say? He said, if I have any boasting, my boasting is in the Lord. He said, Minister Desiree, everything he takes, put it on my bill. My goodness, the guy will be like, whoa, I went to the church, the man took me there, everything that I got, he bought, he paid it for me. He said, then you tell him, you don't need to know the bill, I'll take, I'll take care of it. He said, so what should I take? He said, anything that you want. Hey! Tomorrow he will go and bring 32 people. Let's go. There is a boutique there. The man will buy things for us. Do you think that people were just following? Some were following Jesus because of the food. One day, he said, you are, you are following me because of the bread I multiplied for you. And it was bringing them. Listen. The kingdom is at a point that anything you must do. Eh, what you are saying is good. Mikra, I was thinking that right now I will start using my tithe to uh, feed. No, 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 no. Don't do that. That one is not scriptural. The tithe is for the advancement of the gospel. But your seed. 
<laughs> Before tomorrow, we will not see your tithe again. Then when we asked you, you said that, Papa, you were preaching that we, we should use the tithe outside. No, 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 no. The Lord said the tithe is mine. It is one of the questions I'll be answering in the course of the month. Is somebody blessed? We are going to MTSU. Because of our time, we will just be there for an hour and a half. But Sunday, now Sundays we'll be having service at night. For this month alone, one service at nine. And when we come at nine and then we finish, we go to a location. Please don't take yourself out. Rest down. You don't have a t-shirt. See me. If I have one, I'll give you. But we go there. All of us go there. And when we go there, we talk to them. We pray for them. We follow the pattern. We talk to them. We pray for them. We deliver them. We invite them to the church. And please listen. Disciple them. Be check on them. Brother, is everything going on well? Oh, throughout the whole of the week, I, I was texting you to check on your welfare. I, I, I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Do you know what it will mean to them? That out of nowhere, they just receive a text from you. Maybe at that time that the text came, their girlfriend has broken their heart. And they are thinking of suicide. None of a sudden you send him a text. He says, I'm praying for you. He says, I think he's a prophet. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> I'll finish. Close your eyes. I want you to pray. Can we stand on our feet? Can we jump on our feet? I want us to jump on our feet. The power of the kingdom is in the teaching and the preaching. Not only in the teaching. When we receive the teaching... We go out there to preach. Hallelujah. Are we ready to go? Kim, are we ready to go? <laughs> Please, I want us to pray one prayer. That Holy Spirit of the Lord, as we go, lead us to the right harvest. Now, if you see, don't go alone. Find a partner. We are all going to MTSU. But when we get there, we will scatter around. Now, you'll be giving. Please give me the, the flyers. Now, please look at me for a second. Don't, don't, don't run away. Uh, okay, today is my first time. I didn't even come here as a member. You don't need to be a member to win a soul. You need to be a child of God to win a soul. This is not Holy Hill business. It is kingdom business. Just the Holy Hill is spearheading it at this time. Please, does it make sense? Yes. So don't say that I am about me. If, if it was even my cousin, my ex-girlfriend that invited me to the church. Yes. But the Lord knew that he wanted to send you today. That is why I invited you here. So please, if you don't mind, let us all go. If you don't mind, but if you mind, you are released. It's not under compulsion. Now, we have 10 in, in this. Now, this flyer is very, in case you don't even know what to say. This flyer talks about Jesus loves you. And it has explained here why Jesus loves you. He died to save you. He died to heal you. He died to give you peace. He died to deliver you. He died to prosper you. He died so that we will be with him in heaven. What must I do? The steps are there. Trust in Jesus. Receive his free forgiveness. Confess him as your Lord. Join a spiritual family as a church. And then we have a little, a little of our whatever here. And then we have our details at the background. You give this one to them. He said, this is for you. Now, please listen. 
When you open the flyer, there is a QR code. There is a QR code here. In case you can tell them, you can scan this. When they scan it, now it will give them a small form, a little form, which is about three or four spaces. Let them fill it so that we can get their contact and follow up. It's very, very important. When they scan it, we will get their details. We won't call them, but we will text them. We will follow up so that they will know that they are not alone. Praise the name of Jesus. So give everyone, is it good? Let's give a clap unto the Lord. Give everyone it. Any message that you want to preach is all here. It's all here. It's all here. You can preach it. Amen. And then, so this can be the gospel of Christ. And then you add your testimony to it. Amen. So please, we are all going. Father, please stretch your hand towards these ministry materials. Father, we pray for your empowerment over these ministry materials. When they get into the hands of the people, let them become point of contact for conviction of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, by this, direct them into this house that they will be nurtured and that they will be loosed that they may go in freedom in Jesus' mighty and blessed name. Amen. All right. God richly bless you. Now, I want us to pray, Father, as we go out, lead us to the right people. Can you pray that for yourself and for your team? Lord, as we go out, lead us to the right people, the right persons, in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus Christ, that we will record a bumper harvest in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Please take your seat for me for a second. We are leaving, but I want us to receive an offering as we always do. So please, can you put a giving portal on the line? You brought an offering for the Lord. You want to push the gospel. Now listen, we are printing. I, initially, I thought we would do 5,000, but the team told me that 5,000 will not be enough. We are doing 10,000 flyers. Yeah, 10,000 flyers. And we are praying and fasting on them so that it becomes ministry materials. Home Depot, uh, uh, Office Depot will not print it for us for free. Amen. The designing will be done for free. But Home Depot, uh, Office Depot, they charge us. And it costs a lot. So maybe the Lord has laid on your heart. Maybe you are online. Maybe you are in-house. I want you to sow into, especially in this month, anytime you hear anything so winning, let your resources go into it. Let your resources. So please, I want you to lift a powerful offering. A powerful offering. A seed. This month, every seed is going into. Danny, please come. As we are as we are giving, I want this servant of the Lord to please lift up the offering he came all the way from Virginia but very soon he and his team will be landing in Tennessee and they will be part and parcel of Holy Hill Chapel Tennessee the revival that the Lord is doing Amen. amen so Daniel Nete is going to minister powerfully to us but let me pray over the seed please let the Lord speak to you let it be a powerful seed
I'm a first-time visitor. It doesn't matter. Father, in the name of Jesus, please receive our seed. Those doing through tightly, those doing through PayPal, those doing by check, in case you have your card, you didn't know, you have your card. Pastor Isaac, move, move a little. See that beautiful woman there? Yes. Go to her. She's got a cash machine. And then you swipe with your credit card. And then give bountifully towards the winning of souls. Father, bless our seed in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sir, please flow. Hallelujah, church. I want to say a very big thank you to Pastor Nikki. It's an honor to be here. This is my first time in Tennessee. And I've enjoyed the service. I've enjoyed the service. I think this is my home. When I come here, I'm coming. I am coming. Hallelujah. So can we bless the Lord in the house? Can we bless the Lord in the house? So who am I that you are mindful of me? How you hear me when I call? Yeah. Is it true that you are thinking of me? How you love me? Come on, it's amazing. Let's sing one more time. Say, who am I? Who am I that you
That's who you are. That's who you are. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am. Sure and good, good Father. That's who you are. Church, living for the church, come on. You are perfect in all of your way. You are perfect in all of your way. He is perfect too. Sing it.
powerful, powerful. Father, as we go out, go with us. Go with us. We're going to express this love of yours. May we record a bumper harvest. Let the love flowing in our heart overflow unto others. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Let's quickly take our communion. As we are standing, what is the communion? It is the body and the blood of Christ. When we partake in the communion, we receive the very life and body of Christ. Please take it. The only thing that stops anybody from partaking in the communion is when you don't know Jesus. When you are not born again. But when you are born again, the communion now empowers you. I want you to lift up the bread. It was bread. When Jesus blessed it and he broke it, he said, it is my body. It's a very sacred meal. It empowers us and it strengthens us for the mandate. Lord, as we are going out today, by the communion, may we operate under the influence of the very life of Christ. May we carry and dispense healing. May we carry and dispense life. May we carry and dispense prosperity. The bread is blessed. I want you to break it. When it was broken, Jesus said, it is my body. Please, the cup is lifted. Jesus blessed it. And he said, it is my blood. We bless it for the purpose of Lord advancing your work. We receive the body and the blood in Jesus' mighty name. Let's eat and drink together. to Jesus. Please, if today is your first time, can I see your hand up? Today. Can you give us some light? What? Can I see your hand up? What? Can I, is it okay if I shake hands with you? Please, can you walk up to me? I want to shake hands with you. Wow! This is an honor. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please. Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Is this how you are celebrating the people that are fellowshipping with us for the first time. Hallelujah! Glory! Gl come on now. Come on now. Celebrate them as they come. Keep coming. Keep coming. My goodness. Keep coming. Please arrange yourself. I want to shake hands with you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Come on. Do it. 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 Hallelujah. Is it not powerful? Whatever reason brought you, I want you to know that you are part and parcel of us. Amen. And we love you. Amen. And there is nothing you can do about that. Amen. Because we love you from our heart. Amen. Now, you want, to, you want to tell me your name and who invited you? Hi, I'm Cindy and Latanya invited me. Cindy, Latanya invited Cindy. God bless you. Latanya. Cindy and uh, uh, Russell. Yeah, Russell. Cindy's husband. Cindy's husband invited by Latina. God bless you double. Amen. You are Shadrach. Shadrach. Yes. My goodness. And Abednego. Abednego is here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shadrach invited by Darlia. 
Dahlia, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. God bless you. And you are? Dede. Dede. Dele. Dede. Oh, mercy for me, amen. Dede. Yes. Let me prophesize it. Dede. Dede invited by? Um, I came, he invited us. Okay. Okay, yeah, the team invited you. Yesterday they were there. Wow, hallelujah. Also from Virginia. Yes, we all came together. All from Virginia. Yes. But soon relocating to Tennessee. We confirm it in the realm of the spirit. And you are? Uh, Cedric. 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 Also from Virginia. Yes, Soon to be in Tennessee. And you are? My name is Sam. My name is Sam. 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 God bless Sam. Hallelujah. Cedric, Sam, Ahadede, um, Shadrach, Russell, Cindy. And Shana. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I'm also Sam. Um, Ron Sam! Ron is my brother. Yeah, my big brother. Wow! Yeah, 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 I know. God bless you, Sam. Sam 2. Sam 1, Sam 2. Uh-huh. I'm Daniel Nate. Daniel Nate! Also from Virginia, soon to relocate here. <laughs> Hallelujah! And then... I'm Haley. 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 And Ezel invited me from work. And Ezel! And you are? I'm Jaslyn, and she invited me. You invited her? She invited Jaslyn. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And please pass on the microphone. And you are? Evans. 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 Invited by the team. Hallelujah. Also soon to relocate. Ladies and gentlemen, can you stretch your hand towards them? I just want us to pray for them. Whatever reason brought them, there is a reason why the Lord himself brought them. Father, we pray. Bless them. Honor them. Lord, when they depart from the door, let every word that you have ever spoken to them start manifesting. There will not be any more de delays. There will not be any more disappointments. The God of this commission will honor you. The time you have spent here is not in vain. He will honor you. Go from here with the confidence and assurance that in Christ Jesus, all these words will come to pass without fail. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of our Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Now, I want you to take the prophetic declaration with intentionality with long life full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives amen